welcome back to yet another episode here. Um, I believe this is number 50, if I'm not mistaken, but I think it's number 50. Um, and if it is, it's, it's crazy. Number 50. 50 episodes. Um, I think this is... I think you've been doing this now for about a year, def- definitely a year, but I think it's been a year and a half for approaching that mark, somewhere around there. But um, yeah, it's 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 been a crazy journey um, doing this as a guy that you've. I mean, you could probably tell as a guy that's not strong communication wise. Um, I've never been a sharer of the group, so to speak, you know, going to school, I was never the first one to speak. Um, I mean, still to this day, I'm pretty, very soft-spoken. Um, and I'm sure you can tell that as, um, anyone listens to the podcast, whether you know me or you don't, um, I'm sure you get that vibe, but nonetheless, um, I love doing this. Um, I love sharing experiences. I love sharing stories. I love doing the whole thing. Um, and I'll continue to do this for who knows how long. Um, but I love uh, seeing the progress of this. I love the direction. I, I, I love the whole thing. And I love the fact that I better take other people on this with me to learn, to grow, to laugh, to relate, to encourage, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, you, you, you can call this a Christian podcast. You can call this a regular podcast. You can call it anything. Um, I, at, at, at this point where we've moved into the Helgeson's Headspace title of the podcast, um, basically just that, right? Like, it's just whatever it is. I'm thinking, and most of the time it's probably going to be biblical related because I am consistently intrigued by any scripture that I read and always intrigued by um, everything that, that, that God does in my life and, and others and in our culture and stuff. So it's it's a huge part of my life and it's a huge part of the show. So um, anyway, thank you for, for joining me on all these episodes or if this is your first one or first couple of ones whatever it is i appreciate having you on board and um yeah let's go from there but um yeah so real quickly um i've been reading a little bit of old testament lately um kind of rare for me i'm trying to make it like i'm trying to just get a better understanding for it you know um still in in Genesis and the stuff that I have been reading has been um, just just amazing you know and I get so intrigued by it by the detail of it and the context of it and I continue to get intrigued by it um, and I had read into Sodom and Gomorrah and that whole thing and the journey that God took Abraham on um, I believe his name before that was Abram, if I pronounced that right at all. And then he changed his name to, to Abraham. 
But I find this the sequence here, or I'm going to call it sequence. I find this sequence extremely interesting for for a couple reasons. But um, the first one is is just God's mercy. Um, because I feel like we doubt that all the time. Um, and you can see why, I guess, in certain aspects, because you hear of the God of the New Testament and he offers us, you know, Jesus and, and, and says that basically if we trust in Jesus, no matter how basically crappy of a person that we are, that he offers us salvation and he saves us and you know he he turns our life around and he guides us down down the righteous path so it's a whole lot of good news and then we hear about the old testament and 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 the stories in there and it's just absurd to us all this chaos and death and destruction and all that stuff but as i've read into just just a little bit here you know going from Adam and Eve to um, to the flood to now Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, these are pretty extreme things, you know, from the f- first humans that God created, Adam and Eve, um, and, and and the fall of mankind where the serpent tempts Eve and that whole thing happens. And it was that in and of itself was an interesting sequence and i'll have to make a an episode talking about that because i think it's it has so much meaning behind it and 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 all this stuff has so much meaning behind it because all this to me is is god persistently um warning us and 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 still does to this day but but consistently warning us of the dangers of sin right obviously now it's it, it it's it's different because of the sacrifice of Jesus and and what he did for us and and salvation you know through Jesus and that aspect but it's still a legitimate thing you know and sin is still sin and sin still brings destruction and chaos and confusion and deception and and all that stuff you know and God persistently warns all of us that hey you know this this thing even if we don't view it as bad even if we don't necessarily view it as sin he still warns us what it brings you know um and for adam and eve for for in their case like i said i'll make an episode about that but in their case it was he said you know if if you choose to eat this fruit surely it will lead surely you will die you know and I think in our minds we think about that differently, but obviously it it did lead to death ultimately, but it it led to death in different aspects as well, um, and a lot of that had to do with the spiritual death, you know, and and what that meant for us, knowing good and evil, and that evil is just not good (laughs) and sin is not good. And what sin leads to, you know, one choice, one decision can open up a foothold for the enemy to just grab a hold of that and then continue 
to use that foothold to deceive us into more sin and then more sin and then bring about destruction, you know, and most of the time we won't even realize it. Sometimes we will, and it's a trap. And that's basically what he tries to warn us. And in this story, you know, I can, I can read it. He, he, he genuinely tries to warn people, you know, hey, I don't want you falling down this path. But, you know, everyone has free will. Everyone has the decision to make these choices, you know, and choices are, are powerful and they are our own to make, you know. And he gives us that ability to make our decisions. And many, many times we make the wrong decisions, you know. And we get curious and we get tempted and we don't fully trust God and his warnings and his word and what he says, and it leads to destruction. Anyway, so well, I'm just going to read a little bit of this. This is from Genesis 18, starting from verse 16. And this is this is NIV version, by the way. It, it's just um, Abraham pleads for Sodom. And it goes like this. When the man got up to leave, they looked down towards Sodom. And Abraham walked along with them to see them on their way. Then the Lord said, Shall I hide Abraham or shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and all nations on earth will be blessed through him. For I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised him. Now here's where it gets interesting for me. And this is verse 20. Then the Lord said, The outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sin so grievous that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. The man turned away and went toward Sodom. But Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Then Abraham approached him and said, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are 50 righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the 50 righteous people in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the, the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? Now that is... When I read that, right, to me that that's interesting on, on many different levels. Because I read that and, and there's so many things in me that I'm like, man, this guy is bold, man, you know, and... I don't think we realize that all the time that, you know, as, as Christians, but also, you know, even if you're not Christian, just, just people, but especially Christians, like, I feel like we get so scared to, to ask genuine questions to God. And I think there's a difference between being genuinely curious and bold about your curiosity and and your question and just being um already having a conclusion in your mind 
kind of like the Pharisees did with Jesus. I'm pretty sure they did that kind of stuff with him where they tried to set him up, you know, where it's like, I already know the answer to this or, or I already have my own answer. And no matter what you say is going to change, you know, the answer that I have in my head. I think those are two completely different things, right? Because the first one is genuinely curious. It is bold, but it's curious, you know, and sometimes in our lives, we see these things happening. And even reading the Bible, we, we read these things happening and we see the things going on around us. And we're like, why would you do that? Or why would you allow that? Or why this? And instead of genuinely asking God, we maybe we feel like that's like that's a wrong thing to do, you know, is just coming to him genuinely coming to him honestly and just having that kind of conversation just you know like hey man what's up with this i mean it feels like such a weird thing to do because that's because that's god you know like 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 what are you what are you doing or why are you doing this but at the same time when you think about it he already knows what you're thinking so even if you don't question him he already knows that you know you have these thoughts he already knows that you have questions against him and i think i mean obviously you, you can't really say it but it, like in my heart i feel like i feel like he would answer you honestly you know i mean you know sometimes he won't and he, and he, he has his own reasons but i feel like because most of the time we don't get the answers that we want to our questions, it's because we we approach the situations in the wrong manner. You know, a lot of times we approach questioning God as a way of an interrogation to God. And God's not going to be interrogated. You know, that's, that, that's just how it is. When your heart is full of, of pride and and ego and and um, pre assumptions or or it's full of assumptions and you know conclusions already like he already knows that you have an answer in your head and no matter what he shows you what he gives you what answer he tells you that you are still gonna think the thing that you're thinking no matter what he he does and and he doesn't want that. He, he he doesn't want to be interrogated. He just wants a conversation with you. He's just, he's open to that. It's a relationship, you know. But I think we got to keep that in mind. Are are you are you genuinely having like a honest question with a like honest emotion, or are you just interrogating God? But to go on, you know, repeat that. Then Abraham approached him and said, will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Because that's a kind of genuine concern, you know? Like, you're going to destroy the city. Like, well, are you going to sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are 50 righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the 50 righteous people in it? And then he gets bold here, right? Because he says, far be it from you to do such a thing. To kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the rich, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. 
Will not the judge of all the earth do right? The Lord said, If I find fifty righteous people in the city of Sodom, I will spare the whole place for their sake. And now this is going to go on here. <laughs> and then he says, Then Abraham spoke up again. Now that I've been so bold as to speak to the Lord, though I am nothing but dust and ashes. See, he, he recognizes who he is compared to God. And he recognizes that he's being bold, but he also recognizes there's also a humble part about this, if you, if you can recognize that. Though I'm nothing but dust and ashes, what if the number of the righteous is five less than 50? Will you destroy the whole city? For lack of five people? If I find 45 there, he said, I will not destroy it. Once again he spoke to him. What if only 40 are found there? He said, for the sake of 40, I will not destroy it. Then he said, may the Lord not be angry, but let me speak. What if only 30 can be found there? He answered, I will not do it if i find 30 there abraham said now that i have been so bold <laughs> as to speak to the lord what if only 20 can be found there he said for the sake of 20 i will destroy it then he said may the lord not be angry but let me speak just once more what if only 10 can be found there he answered for the sake of ten, I will not destroy it. When the Lord had finished speaking with Abraham, he left, and Abraham returned home. Now he he went from fifty to ten because he was that curious. You know, he's like, "What if only ten can be found there? What if only like one household is is righteous?" One household, ten people, a small little family. What if what if only ten can be found there? And he answered, For the sake of ten, I will not destroy it. And then obviously we know that the Lord, you know, destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. But this this tells us, right? This this brings about some context to the situation. The fact that before this, Abraham had his concerns. Abraham had his questions about what God was about to do, about the Lord, what the Lord was about to do. You know, he's like, well, what if you find righteous people there? Are you still going to destroy the place? Even though it's wicked, are you still going to destroy this place? Even if you find like righteous people there, that just doesn't make any sense to me. And the Lord's like, if I find this many, if I find this many, if I find this many, I won't destroy it. If I find 50, I won't destroy it. If I find 10, I won't destroy it. And to me, it shows it shows a sense of huge mercy where God's like, you know, you know, for the sake of 10, I will not destroy it. So for their sake, for the sake of 10, I will not destroy it. You know, God gives us, He gives us chances genuine chances even when we mess up and we mess up bad he gives us chances and he is still merciful to the end man you know no matter how many times you've messed up 
messed up a lot. He he still gives chances and he still allows you to make the decision for yourself to turn it around, man. You know, to, to turn things around and to go back to him. And I think sometimes, you know, we gotta we gotta realize that, you know, we gotta realize two things. One, be be genuinely honest with God, whether it's questions, concerns, conversation, go to him. Be genuine about it. But also in in these stories we talk about, you know, terrible things happening. We talk we you know when we hear about Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed, it's like God's destroying cities out here. It's like, yeah, but it was a wicked city. And before that, you would know that he, you know, for the sake of 10, he wouldn't have destroyed that city. And that's that's mercy. That's the kind of mercy of like, you know what? If there's some good there, then maybe that good will spread. You know, and for, and 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 for that sake, for that chance, I won't destroy it. But you know, obviously, what what what's happened is has happened. The same thing in our life, you know, in in our lives, he's merciful to us in many many ways, even when we are concerned and doubtful and questionable just like Abraham was there you know but I mean with our culture I don't see it happening because it gets worse and worse of course but it's it's what's supposed to happen right but I think as individuals as a whole as a body as people we can learn to appreciate and see his mercy in all situations and take notes and take a lesson from someone like Abraham who was so bold but yet humble so humble at the same time to recognize his position in this conversation but still have the boldness still have the courage and the uh, the the genuineness, the genuineness, I don't know if that's a word, to approach the Lord in that way of questioning what he's going to do. You know, from 50 to 10 <laughs> and going all the way down the list. Well, what if this? What if this? What if this? What if this? And Lord's like, yeah, no, no, no. I get you. I get you, and I'm going to answer you. But are you willing to hear God's answer? Are you humble enough to accept God's answer? And I think we have to let go of pride and ego and anything else that's going to stop us from not accepting something that he's going to give us. Let it be that we're so, that, that, that we're bold enough to approach him and confident enough to question the things that he does 
let it be that you know we 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 should at least give him a chance to to answer but recognize that if we're going to question god and, and he's going to answer us that that's his answer there is no interrogation he'll have a conversation with you but you know ain't fixing you know this isn't an interrogation this isn't uh you know how a how dare you it's a genuine like i'm just genuinely curious why you're doing this or why you're thinking about doing this or why this has happened well genuinely approach him humbly you know <laughs> but no i thought that was i thought that was interesting an interesting piece of context there from genesis but yeah i have to make one with like adam and Eve and all that stuff and make more going down the road with some of this stuff here but um yeah that's all i got for this one um like i said not too good at communication so sometimes i don't know when to end this and i try not to ramble but anyway i'm gonna end it before i continue rambling um thanks for joining me on this and listening to this i hope it brings whatever it brings to you whether it's encouragement relatability anything anything at all um hope it brought something to you but um if you're not already follow the podcast so you don't miss any episodes um pretty sure we we should be on you know obviously we're on spotify but i think we're also now on apple podcasts or uh, a couple different platforms so you can look us up you know and, and trying to make it available to as many people as possible um, and you know r- rate the show let me know how i'm doing and keep this ball rolling and and share and download any episodes that you like and until next time we'll see you again with another one and uh stay safe out there and enjoy your time and continue to grow all right thanks everyone